for the Metropolitan Police Department for January 26, 2023. First order of business will be to call the roll. We have Lots of Robert Council, uh, Charlotte Bible, myself, Elgin Simpson, Mr. Richard Marino, and Mr. Greg Smith. What's your name, ma'am? Talisa Marcus Morris. And Patricia Cervantes and Mr. Greenberg for the department. Everybody identify themselves by name, by voice, please. Elizabeth Fivert, Council. Charlotte Bible. Elgin Simpson. Richard Moreno. Gregory Smith. Talisa Marcus Morris. Patricia Cervantes. Scott Greenberg. Next order of business will be, will be public comment. Anyone wishing to make a comment about any item on the agenda, please step forward and do so. I guess I'm using this mic, okay. My name is Les Supervisor, Cheryl Blair number 7022. I'm speaking on behalf of myself, Less Supervisor Erica Williams, P number 6577, Less Supervisor Cheryl Hunter, P number 4960. Excuse me, is the uh, microphone on? Yes. Could you maybe get a little closer to you? I couldn't hear you. Can, can you hear me now? Yes. I'm going to have to put my lips on there. Okay. <laughs> I'll start over. Uh, commissioner, members of the board, my name is Lest Supervisor Cheryl Blair, P number 7022. I am speaking on behalf of myself, Lest Supervisor Erica Williams, P number 6577, Lest Supervisor Cheryl Hunter, P number 4960, Lest Supervisor Sirica Slade, P number 7231. Regarding agenda item number nine, the approval of the eligibility list for records manager P22-023. We are unsure of when to speak, so unless this board tells me differently, I'm going to read this into the record. Hold on, just a minute. If you have a, if you go, you, you are one of the petitioners, right? Yes, sir. For receivability. We're going to hear that after we get done with all the other business. Okay, thank okay. you, sir. So. If, that, if that's what you're going to be reading about, then just hold it until then. Yes, sir. Thank you. Okay. And we'll hear from all of you. I'll give you a chance to make your make your argument. Yes, sir. Thank, Thank you. you. Any other comments? Okay. Next item of business will be to approve the minutes of the regular meeting held December fifteenth, twenty twenty-two. Comments and motion, please. I move to accept the minutes. Gregory Smith, second. Moved by Mr. Marino and second by Mr. Smith. Cast your vote, please. Display. Motion carries. Next item of business will be the consent agenda. Ms. McMorris. Yes, sir. We have a total of six eligibility lists today for your consideration. Five are open competitive, consisting of police recruit for December, corrections recruit for December, fleet operations technician, 911 professional one, and police dispatcher professional for December, and then one promotional list, which is our records manager, and please note that that's also the item referenced in business item number 11. No. 
and I'm happy to answer any questions you may any have. Any questions or comments? Motion. I move to accept the uh, consent agenda. I move to second that. Moved by Mr. Mac Marino, seconded by Ms. Bible. Cast your vote, please. Display. Motion carries. Item number, section three, item number 10. Uh, supply supervisor, Ms. McMorris. Uh, yes, sir. So as uh, supply supervisor, we are requesting an update to the class spec just to uh, bring it up to uh, speed with the other class specs that we've been doing over the time and just to, so that it better reflects the requirements and uh, educational requirements of the position, excuse me, and experience of the position. Okay. Questions or comments? Motion, please. I move to approve the uh, revisions to the class spec. Gregory Smith, second. Moved by Ms. Bible, second by Mr. Smith. Cast your vote. Display. Motion carries. Item number 11, consider receivability. Of the, uh, records managers uh, testing process. Now, ladies. Come around here. Come around and sit down right here. Yeah, just grab another chair. Okay, is the microphone on? Oh, we can hear me good now. Thank you. Okay. What did he say? Oh. Okay, gotcha. Thank you. Um, commissioner and board members, uh, members of the board, um, we come to you today. State your name. Okay, I'll start off. Um, my name is Les Supervisor Cheryl Blair, P number 7022. I'm speaking on behalf of myself, um, Les Supervisor Erica Williams, P number 6577, Les Supervisor Cheryl Hunter, P number 4960, Les Supervisor Serica Slade, P number 7231. Under agenda item number 11, regarding receivability. We come to you today with concerns regarding department failures in the execution of the records manager promotional test that is that was scheduled under agenda item number nine for a final administrative action to certify an eligibility list. We believe we were harmed because we were not aware of source materials in our efforts to prepare and study for this test. The department admitted to its error during the testing process 
in its reply to our request for receivability at page three, footnote four. I will read that footnote. The appeals note the source list was deleted from the source material library on December 12, 2022 and reposted January 4, 2023. The document was erroneously deleted after the December 6 written examination and when documents related to past open positions were being removed. The list was reposted when OHR realized it had been deleted unintentionally. No candidate contacted OHR about the deletion during the position testing process. To resolve this failure, to provide clarity and respect to source materials, we ask that the board defer a final decision on the eligibility list and request that the department correct the posting and redo the process. We bring this to the board knowing that you have the authority under 340.11 of the civil service rules specifically. The board shall have the power at its discretion and whenever in its judgment the interest of justice requires to order a re-examination of any applicant or applicants for any position. We believe that there is no time limit under this rule. An authority under Civil Service Rule 350.2 specifically. The Civil Service Board shall have authority to correct any error, amend or revoke any schedule, list or other paper or record a record where it can be shown that an error or injustice has been done. Again, we believe that there is no time limit under this rule. It is our sincere interest to resolve this issue before final action is taken to avoid an appeal under Civil Service Rule 1040.1. Thank you for your attention and your consideration in this matter. Anyone else want to speak? Hello, my name is Cheryl Hunter. I'm a less supervisor also. The, the reason that we're here is that we all took a promotional exam for the position of records manager. In the uh, original announcement, it said the source material and reference list is available on the LVMPD intranet at Employee Office of Human Resources source material. And it gave us the link, which was 22-023 for the records manager sources and references. We, when we went to this link, we saw some source material and that's the information that we used to prepare for the test. On December 6th, we took the test and we realized that a good portion of the source material, we did not have that information. So immediately after the test, I spoke with the staff specialist regarding this matter and she says she implied that there were other source material. 
when I went back to the office, I looked for it, and these ladies also looked for it, and you know, we eventually found it, but the problem, problem is when we found it, it wasn't where they said it would be. It was listed under P22-023, which, which was out of order, and 90 other documents below, and that's the issue. We feel that we were at a disadvantage during this testing process because we did not have a good portion of the source material. What was, what was, where was it listed originally? It was supposed to be under uh, 22-023, but it was not there. It appears that there was an error made on behalf of personnel when they listed it um, in the source material, so it was listed under P. So when they put that P, it had P in, in front of it. When they put that P, it took it out of order. So all of the um, source material should have been grouped together on the records manager. But th in this case, it was below several other positions. So when you look down, look at the list, it was actually 90 documents below. And it must have been, I, I remember seeing at least five to six other positions where the source material was grouped together. So I have copies of those if you'd like to see that. Yeah. Anyone else wish to speak? Are the resources um, normally all in one section? Yes, sir. And they're all listed under the same, um, be it letter or section? Right and none of them have a P. So by them putting that P, accidentally putting that P in, it took it out of order and it put it at the bottom. Like some of those, some of those uh, material that was in between all of the other records managers um, source material and this particular one, which was the list, um, I think it, those positions had been open for several months. So we, how, we had no, we, we did not know that we had to look way down there for something when the announcement clearly says that it was under 22-023, but it wasn't. Thank you. Anyone else? Mr. Greenberg? Um, if, I'm sorry. Excuse um, me. Hold on, hold on a second. I, I would just like everyone to actually view the sheet that I passed. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Just a couple of comments, and then I think um, Patricia may have others because she knows factually more than I do. I would comment because I think their, their comments are a little bit different than really what is said in the appeal. Um, I would comment, first of all, if you look at the, the actual notice for this records manager, it's exhibit two to the document we prepared, you'll notice that the title of the position itself has the P in it. It says P. 22-23, promotional, um, that's exhibit two. So this document in the source material library, where it was supposed to be, is listed exactly as the title on the promotional notice itself is. That is, there is a P because there is a promotion. Um, I would note that what we're talking about is not actual source materials. This is only a list of source materials. So it's like a list of, you know, you should know the CBA, and I don't know that this is what it really says, but know the CBA, know the policy, 
read this book, whatever, whatever, whatever. Though this one, um, for lack of a better word, I'll, I'll call it a link uh, because you click on it. Uh, this link is simply a list of what the materials are. There are no materials in that link itself. Okay. And then additionally, I think it's important to know that it is not accurate to say that all the source materials are together. There are a number that say 2223 records manager, but there are also, for example, books. And if it's not a LVMPD material, and Trish can um, comment on this, if it's not an LVMPD document, if it's a book, the book is just listed itself and it'll fall wherever it falls. It does not say, it does not say 2223 records, book on records management. Mm -hmm. So the source materials are kind of all over the place. In fact, there are, I believe, materials that are not listed actually within there that you have to go find yourself. Um, we do put LVMPD materials on there, uh, other things that can, but there may be materials, once again, that are not actually in there. You have to go find your, them yourselves. So again, this did not just affect these four um, individuals. Um, the three that did not pass, uh, the deletion of it well after the test could not have harmed in any way. It was there at the time. And if there's anyone to complain that somehow in the midst of it being deleted after the written but before the management, it was deleted one day or two days afterwards. It is clearly listed again on the announcement that there are source materials you'll find, and I think it's important to note there are right under there names of people to call, numbers to call if you have any questions. So it's not like somebody didn't know there was source materials. It says here's where you find the source materials. If you have trouble finding that, even though it's clearly identified in there, there's a place to call. Um, this is not something that affected any individual different than anybody else. I'll pass it on, Ms. Schmantes, about any other factual issues. I think uh, Scott basically covered the most of it, but I think it's important to note that in our civilian promo guidelines, it specifically states, quote, the responsibility for acquisition of the material rests with the candidates, end quote. So they even just now said themselves that once they called and asked about it, they were able to find it because it was where it was supposed to be. We are no, there's no requirement for us to label it a specific way. And in fact, they are labeled different ways. As long as that list is there, they have access to it. They did have access to it. It was up when the test occurred, which was 12-6. It was accidentally deleted on 12 12 when they were deleting other materials that no longer needed to be there. It was identified and placed back up. But again, because normally we don't take it down until civil service is done. But again, the test had already been done, so there's no harm to anyone. And again, they already stated they were able to find it once they actually looked and scrolled all the way down. It was exactly where it was supposed to be. It is done as we have always done it. We have done it that way since 2011, unlike what they alleged that we changed our practice we are doing the same practice. Nothing is different. Any other questions? If I made one comment, I, I guess I skipped over it because I don't know that uh, they really mentioned it. But the agenda item as to receivability, again, these source materials are directly related to the written exam. That's what they're for. So it is certainly our position, not substantively, but our position that after taking the written exam, that's what triggers any appeal. 
And so for the 15-day period, um, that's certainly our position that if you're going to complain about something that affected the written exam, your 15 days to appeal has to go from there. Um, the deletion is completely different because it happened afterwards. So to say you're somehow appealing from the deletion, that doesn't really make any sense because the deletion doesn't affect the written exam which had already occurred, and that's what these materials are for. So on, on December, the test was administered on December 6th, correct? So was all the resource, all the applicants, did they have access to the resources that were listed on the site on that date? Yes, so the day that the posting goes up, mm -hmm. that resource list goes up in, in the separate section. And it says on our, our, our intra site, intra website, basically source materials. And that's where, for all of the job announcements, that's where people know to go. And it was there from the time that it posted until the 12th that it was de accidentally deleted and then re-put back up on one. When did the position close? Um, let me look at the posting. But it, it closed before the written exam. It, it and closed the written on 11-23. It closed on 11-23? Thank you. If I could say something. Just so you, uh, the, the announcement is Exhibit 2 on our document. And right, it has the closing date as a November 23rd. And then the written exam happens on December 6th. And then the actual the deletion happens six days later on December twelfth. When did you? Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I understand. Uh, I might have heard uh, that there was some kind of acknowledgement that there was an issue. I think she referred to a footnote in my document, and that is yes, we do not we do not disagree or contested, it was in fact deleted when they were going through to delete other stuff. But again, that was deleted on December 12th, six days after the written exam had already been conducted, and those materials are for the written exam. So yes, there's never been a, a contesting that it was deleted sometime after the written exam was already given. I think she just used the wording that we admitted to it. it that was not the case. We just said yes, of course, but we're, there was no wrongdoing. Okay, so how many people took the test on the 6th? 10. 10 people? And how many passed it? Six. Six? Six? So, uh, obviously there's some misunderstanding here with what's, what was available and what was put out. Is there uh, any conversation between the department and the grievance on how to correct this or how to go forward? So they have not reached out. They did not reach out to me and I was actually on the promotional review board. None of them reached out to discuss it with me and I was the chairperson of that board. Um, P-PACE did on their behalf discuss it with us and we are happy to um, discuss it further if there's any action that we can improve upon, but there was nothing that was done incorrectly, and in fact, all of these people have been through promotional processes that were done the same way. So would that be... Uh, uh, go ahead. We're talking that side right now. Go back okay. to them. Okay. Uh, okay, so I think that answers my question. Yeah, I, I think 
to her commentary, um, the materials were posted on the proper library. So I, I think for Metroside, it's not an issue as to can something be corrected because they were supposed to be where they are. Again, that's why the announcement provides names and phone numbers to call if there's any question about the process at all. Um, at worst, I think there may have been a misunderstanding on somebody's side, uh, on possibly an applicant, um, but if they went in there and didn't find it, even though it says records management, I think it's incumbent on an applicant to take the announcement information provided, and if you have an issue, contact us. If it's termed the same thing as the announcement is, P2223, I don't know that there's really anything different that can be done on the employer side. Not, and that's not to settle blame anywhere. Um, if questions have to be asked, they need to be asked so we can answer them. And this might sound harsh, but Julie, this is part of the testing process, right? Any of us that have done promotionals, we know that we have to read the entire uh, posting, look for the source materials ourselves, and make sure that we acquire them. That's part of the promotional guidelines. It's on us, the person applying and trying to take the promotion to ensure that we have all the information that we need. Ms. Barba. So when were you given notice of the results of the written exam? Um, I think it was December 7th or 8th. It was not December 6th. And um, can I say something referencing what they stated? Um, no. Uh, let me just, I'd just like to Matter clarify. It, it does say on the um, job announcement that the written exam emails after item review will go out on Wednesday, December 7th. Is that the date that the applicants received notification of their the status of their um, Let me exam. see if Scott put it. It was close to that, if not before. Um, do you remember the date that we send the emails? I sent you the screenshot of one of them. Um, but it, if it wasn't the 7th, it was the me. email for you mean for the scores? Yeah. Yes, for their, so they have notice of what their, the results were of the exam. What was their? I don't believe I put that in there because it. Because you're saying that that's the date that the action became final, right? That that's the day the they day should they have. The they were notified is the day that the yes, action. Right. So when they were notified, we just don't know well, if I mean, that's the 6th or the My position certainly would be if these are the, if they didn't believe they had the test materials for the test, it would really be the test. But if they want to wait to see if they passed or failed. The department's final action with the, pers the people that were notified that they had failed the exam, the written exam, when were they told that they had failed the written exam? That starts the 15-day clock. I did not bring the email, but I want to say it was 12-7. But I, I'll look through here and see if I have a copy of it. Um, I get, if I have a it's before the management review, isn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's before the management review so they don't go on to the next step. Right. And the management review was on the 14th. So right. I... You know what, let me, do you mind if I go through my emails and I can find it? Yeah, go ahead. Can you, can one of you tell me what day you were notified? It's listed on the announcement. Uh, it was not the day that we tested. It says, um, 
final, oh, that's December 22nd. It says written exam emails after item review was December 7th. Right. No. I'm sorry, on page three of the announcement, it hauls all the dates. It has. Right, I was just going to say that was the seventh is what the notice says. Okay. Okay. Now, I got a question for you. You found the reference for the source material. You're saying you found one. What well, this this source material reference list? It has a list of the uh, of several items. It wasn't just one item we were missing. We were missing several things, but it was on a list. I'm asking you a question. Okay. You found the reference, but you didn't find the one that had the P. Is that correct? Right, and that was the document that had several items on it. And so there were two different. Yes, sir. Um, Realizing that the there was material missing actually on the day of the test. I don't know if you've ever taken a test and you looked on there and wonder where the, where was that at. <laughs> so we went back to our offices, each of us individually, not even knowing you know that the other person you know had the same um, issue, and we searched. Um, I've never had to search. I've taken a previous test, a records manager test, and. I've actually had no problems finding any of the material that was listed, which I gave you this sheet to show you that even on our testing, the Word document that's shown at the bottom of the first page says electronic maintenance specialist. Um, to tell you we have no qualm with anything having been deleted even after the test. It, it, this isn't about that. It's about the placing of the word, the source material list that is not where it should be. And on the second page, you will see the correction officer lieutenant. And right down smack in the middle, you see source and reference list. If you go to the next category of classification for testing, it was senior list, RFB. And at the bottom of that list is a Word document that says source material list. That is what we found after the test that was missing from our announcement. We have never, I've never had to question HR on placing their material because it's always been in chronological order. If there were any additions to a testing that was not readily available on that first area, they would have sent out, or should maybe have sent out a supplemental that would have said, your source list should be, can be located under P, which I showed you on the last page of those screenshots where that material was located. And I myself, it was 90, I counted, it was 90 documents down where it is not previous practice for that. And yes, it should have been where it said electronic maintenance specialist, but why would I question 
how HR is doing things. It's 2023. I mean, it was 2022. I do not work there. And every time we do a promotional, there's there's different things. But one, the most important piece that we know, which is what they are saying they couldn't find, which was 90 documents down, is called a source list. So that is just one list that tells the candidates, these are all the different things that you are required to review in order to take the test. That is what they couldn't find because they are saying it was too far down the list and they didn't like how it was labeled. So everything else, there are some things that are labeled the way they said it up front, but there will be other things on that list that would just be a book name, and it would be titled a book name. They're not all required to be together, but that's what that list is that they couldn't find was the list, and that's why it's so important that they should have found it because it's the list that tells you absolutely everything that you're supposed to review. So, Question for sense? you. So regardless of what how it was set up. Is that past practices and past practices, have you always listed all resources under the specific job title? No, so it would depend if it, like we were talking about, if it's an LVMPD, yes, maybe we'd put that on there, but it's, we do not have a set standard of how it is done. Some materials, it might just be the title of a book and it would say, um, you know, whatever the book title and here's five pages of it that you're supposed to review. It doesn't have to have the number. We're not required to have it specifically labeled a certain way. Okay, thank you. Could I, I, have a, oh, Could I There's always a list. Okay. There's always a list separate from the actual materials. So the list says A, B, C, D. A, B, C, D then you can find somewhere else. Not all of them though. Some of them may be a book and you'd have to go find it somewhere else. So there's always a separate list. And the separate list will, like it shows here, it says records manager dot source list. So you would see it wherever it falls here saying records managers source list to open it up then to see what you should read. But if you just went to where it said 2223 records manager policy 101, that would just be one thing. And if you just read those four or five things right there, those would not be all be the actual sources. The sources don't aren't all listed in one place because some, again, have the 2223. Some are just a book name. So the sources may be up and down all over the place. And, and I'm just so trying to no, clarify. And that that kind of relates things. to my next question. We're talking question. about sources, and then we're talking about the actual list. So would all applicants know that I, I not only need to look here, but I need to look there as well? Yes, be yes, because if you look at Exhibit 2, the announcement, it says the source list is listed in the employee source material library mm -hmm. under records manager source list, which again, the only thing, conf the o I'm going to call it confusion on their part, not bad, but that's the only thing I can think of. They're saying I sh it should have been right there where it says 2223 source A, 22, where the actual source was under 2223. They're saying I should have seen it there as 2223 source list, but it actually said P for promotion, how the title of the announcement is P2223 records manager source list. So it brought it from those four or five actual sources that were within that said 2223. 
to where, where P would show. And there would be other sources, again, all over the place, depending on the alphabet. And that's why in the announcement, it just says, go to the library, and there will be a source list. Again, when you read that, if you can't find the source list, you would know for some reason you're not finding it. And we would expect to call saying, why can I not find the source list? I have to say that they apparently went to look for sources without using the source list. Did you get any calls from applicants indicating they could not find the resource? My understanding from HR is they didn't get any calls, not only about the source list, but there were no calls about the process at all, including I can't find a source list. So I can tell you as somebody who's taken promotional exams that that is the first thing that you look for is your source list. That's just the normal practice of how we do promotional. So you know exactly all the items that you have to pull because there are normally quite a few items that you have to pull. That's why we give them a list. So that way they're not missing anything versus just going to the website and just randomly pulling things. You have an actual list that you go through and you know that's the material you have to study. We have done that practice since I can remember, since I, I think the first time I promoted was probably, I don't know, over a decade plus ago. Um, it's just our common practice. So if you didn't find that, it should have, like Scott said, been a red flag. So the word common practice, where is the law that states that you have to, uh, you have to provide X information for a test? So we do have it in our promotional, our civilian promotional guidelines um, under, sorry, I can't say, I think it's the posting itself. Hang on, I'll give you the title. Um, under job announcement and filing process under B, or sorry, C, it specifically says, a list of source materials for particular selection processes will be published in the job announcement, which is done. So we say here, this is where you go to see, get the source material list. Then again, that's where I quoted, it says, the responsibility for acquisition of the material rests with the candidates. Okay. Um, can I ask that question now? So can I ask the, the ladies, the supervisors here, um, did any of you contact the department prior to taking the test about the order no, being? I'm sorry. Did, no, we did not contact. We, we didn't know it was a problem prior to taking the test. We found out it was a problem when we took the test and we didn't, on December 6th, when we didn't have the source material. And when you look at that um, intranet, the way they had all the documents listed, there were a total of 10 documents listed for the records manager's test. Nine of them were listed at the top as common practice, you know, for the most recent positions. And the one was listed 90 documents below. And out of 94 documents listed on that source material list, there was only one document that had a P in front of it. Um, that, that's why we didn't know to look for it. If you look at, if you look at the other positions, they're all grouped together. Their source list and everything is there. And like I said at the beginning, the announcement on the source and recommended reading list said that I could, that my reference list and everything else would be available under, um, 22-023. So if they're saying that this is common, then why is it that only the records manager is the one that had the P in front and not any of the other 94 documents listed? And, and I, I may have missed this, so um, I apologize. So the test is on the 6th of December, 
and when do you notify the department that materials are missing? I spoke to um, the staff specialist immediately after the test. So the day of the test? The day of the test, I, I spoke with the staff specialist. I told her it was two ladies there. I know one was the staff specialist. I'm not sure what the second uh, person is. And I told her that there were several questions on the test that I didn't have source material. She told me that there was a book. And I'm like, you know, I read the announcement several times. I never knew that there was a book. So when I went back to the office, I looked at the source material again. I could not find anything that indicated that there was a book or anything. So I started making phone calls. And then I found out they didn't know about it either. And so I emailed that same spe staff specialist that day saying, hey, I, I've been back at my office for like an hour, and I still cannot locate this material. And so I just happened to be um, talking with one of the ladies, and I just had my finger, you know, because I was just going down looking at every document there was. And I get to the very bottom, five from the bottom, and there it is. And that's when we found out that we didn't have the source material. So I, I know she's saying that it's common practice for everyone to know that you have to have a list, but we're all only interested in one position. So we don't take a lot of tests. We take this test every time it opens. Okay, can I make a recommendation? It's, it, it's my personal recommendation that if the grievance, and I take a grievance very seriously, that means that someone has an issue and that needs to be resolved. I make the recommendation that you get together with the department and come up with some kind of a process to maybe have a retesting, a quick retesting or something like that to where something can be done before you bring it up to this level, bringing it up to. I hear what you're saying, but we, we, we have some steps that have to be taken. Right, and I'm just bringing out my, my, my thought at this time, if that might be acceptable to the four of you. And if it's not, then fine. But I, I think there might be some, uh, some room there. But, okay. Anybody have anything else to say? No, not I. I. Just one comment. I, I think I heard, and if I didn't hear it right, I thought I heard somebody say, we didn't know there was source material for this. So that's why they were looking at 2223. That's why I only comment, the announcement itself on page four in bold letters says source and recommended list, and then tells you where to go for it. It's not like it was a, we don't tell people that there's a source list. The announcement says where to go. So no, I just I, I think they understand it. And uh, I, I certainly do. I've heard this argument a few times. Go on. Well, I have a concern. I don't. This announcement says P22-023. It talks about looking for source material in the, in the thing. It didn't, didn't say P in there. It just said 22-023. -03. And then 
all of the other stuff that talks about records management agree. But then you get to the back part, back end, you find records management source material. How come I have a concern about why is that not up here with the rest of it? it, it I can see how somebody missed finding it. They're smart enough to know how to go find the material. They look at the list, go find what they need to do to study, to take tests, because they're, they're supervisors, so they promoted already. My concern is how much of a problem that not being up here is. Now, apparently some people figured it out because six people passed the exam. I have a concern about this. Now, Ms. Bible, you have something to say. Well, I guess my my focus, though, is on the timeliness of the appeal because um, we talked a lot about the merits of the the appeal, and normally at this stage, it's whether it was timely filed and whether you've asserted certain grounds that are uh, listed under the rule for being a basis for an appeal. And so I, 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 guess my, I keep going back to the timeliness because the exam was on the 6th and the final notice would have been on the 6th or the 7th, 7th is what was said in there. And to me, that is the final notice that appeals, the time of 15 days runs from that final notice. So. My uh, concern or, uh, or what I'm looking at is whether this was timely and it would you, because you didn't move on to the process, it wasn't some middle process that, um, you know, occurred so you'd wait till the end of the um, exam. This was, this became an issue when you failed the exam and the, and the notice came out. So to me, it, it needed to, this appeal needed to have been filed by December 22nd, and it wasn't. You didn't sign your grievances until January 5th. And it looks like we might have another comment. Uh, Carla Scott, PPACE president. So um, I want to be very clear on the record. Um, nine out of the 10 of these candidates are our members, which is why we didn't bring this on behalf of the individuals, because six out of the five that pass are our members. But I did want to speak to your timeliness. Um, they did bring it to us. They did ask us the questions. Um, they did bring it to HR when it immediately happened. But unfortunately, I was um, put in the hospital on December 16th and put in ICU for seven days. And so working with them and not getting the information to my staff, that timeliness, and again, I was in ICU, didn't get that information over to my staff that we were trying to work with them to get the information. So again, I know looking at the testing and everything, that would, would have been a remiss on my part working with them. And again, I, I have the documents that I went in the hospital on the 16th and therefore getting my staff to, to get on board to try to figure it out. They wouldn't even let my mom call me. They actually flew her in. So I wasn't able to communicate with my staff about this situation. So I just want to speak to that. Um, like I said, P-PACE is neutral in the fact that nine out of 10 of these um, are our members, but 
again, they did bring it to us after they brought it to the tech and we were trying to give them some guidance on how civil service works so that they could bring forth this issue. So again, I apologize. I, that would have been, again, our, my, my personal fault on the timeline. So I just wanted to explain how that works. I don't know if it impacts it or makes a difference, but I didn't want them to seem like that they withheld that intentionally or wasn't moving it forth in a timely manner. We were actually trying to get some information to them. So I'll I've, I've got a question for you. Did, uh, no, I understand you went into the hospital on the, on the 16th. Yes. Did you receive any communication like electronically from, from the staff saying, hey, we've got an issue about this? So yes, yeah, so we were having okay. that discussion prior to me going into the hospital okay. and I was trying to get them the steps and process for them to be able to file this on their behalf again because we are neutral as the association because again, nine out of 10 of our members took, nine out of 10 candidates were our members. So we're not weighing on the side of to, to test or not retest. So we're, we're neutral on that. But our due diligence is to provide them with the information that they need to file this process. So again, I just wanted to speak to the timeline um, that we were trying to get them that information, which is why we, we filed the grievance, which, you know, um, they filed the grievance with the information, so. Thank you. May I say one thing? Okay. P-PACE affirmatively decided not to file anything about this. I'd, I don't know what the word object is, but it appears to be an attempt of P-PACE to now backdoor their affirmative decision not to file on in their own name because most of their members actually passed. And now to get up and kind of fall on their sword to say, don't hold it against these individuals because we didn't do something, but they did do something. They intentionally decided they were not going to file any sort of grievance over this matter because they felt it was in the best interest of their members because most of the people on that list were their members. They have a staff at P-PACE. While I certainly don't want to hear that anybody got Ill, Ill or in the hospital or anything like that, it doesn't take anything if they wanted to give outside of the collective bargaining agreement advice to somebody, by the way, you can go file at another body, and by the way, you ought to know what the time period to do that is, is X if they want to give somebody that's not a member of their entity or even a member of their entity some way to go about doing it without the union actually doing it themselves, again, that would be very easy. It's not just one person over there. So to stand up and say, we intentionally did not file an appeal, but basically saying at the same time, wink, wink, we'll fall on our sword so hopefully these people may get something, I just think is inappropriate. It's playing both sides of the coin. If I can respond, so I, I totally uh, get the department's perspective. Um, however, as dues-paying members, it is my responsibility, again, our responsibility to educate the members because, again, 
I'm confused as civil service rules and I've been coming here for the last eight years. So yes, he is correct that I do have a staff in my office, but we also have cases assigned and this was my working case and I usually, we usually brief. Um, so again, I'm not taking left or right, I'm accepting responsibility for my failure on my part to give them the complete information that they need to do. And again, I understand the timeline, but I just wanted to clarify so that it didn't appear that they did not do anything in a timely manner. So whether or not the timeline goes, I just needed to put on record that we, I failed because again, I was working records, this records fingerprint bureau is my assigned, we assigned bureaus and cases in my office and this was mine and I was working. So again, I understand his perspective from the department's perspective, but as dues paying members, I, we have a responsibility to educate and give them the guidance of where they need to go. And again, I understand his perspective that we're playing both sides of the fence. Um, but again, we have to, we had, we were asked a question and we were trying to give them the information so they can file duly. So again, acquiesce to what he was saying, but I just wanted to clarify that. I would issue we have to get get um and I appreciate um uh, Pete's uh explanation and 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 giving us a perspective on what um you ladies would have been, um, you'd sought their help and, and then they just weren't, they were unable to give you that guidance. But the rule doesn't have really any room for exceptions and um, it would be my motion to um, not receive that the appeal is not receivable based on not being timely pursuant to the rule. Is that your motion? I second the motion. Moved by Ms. Bible, second by Mr. Marino. Cast your vote. Display. Motion carries. Ladies, I understand some of your argument because I think with that being out of place through, through you off and finding all of the, the, the stuff that you need to go look for. Department, clean this up a little bit so that if, if they're going to be looking for something according to the announcement, it says P, when you when you tell them inside here about source, where to go look for source material, put the P there so they all, they'll get it. And that way you wouldn't have had, we wouldn't be doing this. We spent the last 45 minutes arguing about something that didn't need to happen. So 
let's try to clean that up so we won't have that problem again. Thank you, ladies. Thank you, Department. Next order of business on the agenda is Section 5, Public, Section 4, Public Comment. Anyone wishing to make a comment about any item on the agenda or not, please step forward and do so. Hearing none and seeing none, Section, section 5, this meeting is adjourned.